This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. And we are coming out of John, the 10th the chapter and the 27th verse. Amen. That is our first slide today. John, the Gospel of John. Chapter 10 and verse 27. I'm going to be dealing with something we have dealt with before, but I'm going to update it, amen, with fresh revelation. Hallelujah. Glory to God that I've gotten from the Lord in my studies. Amen. What is happening here is Jesus is in the temple, the temple that is located in Jerusalem, during the Feast of Dedication. Amen. This is an instance in the Bible where it's not directly said, but it is, the f- it is Hanukkah that is being celebrated. Feast of Dedication. Amen. During the winter. We know Hanukkah is in the winter. Hanukkah is the festival of light. So when they were celebrating, the Jews were celebrating the, uh, the, the, the temple uh, in its current iteration. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So Jesus celebrated Hanukkah. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He went to the temple for the festival of dedication in the winter. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And here he is distinguishing between those that are his sheep or his followers and those that are not, particularly those of the religious uh, groups that opposed him, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and those that were part of the Sanhedrin, which was the governing, the religious governing body in Jerusalem. Uh, we know Rome was over them, but they had a local kind of uh, governing uh, authority. Amen? A very familiar scripture. We've all heard this scripture before, and Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice. The religious leaders were not listening to uh, the words of Jesus. They were protesting. They were challenging. They were trying to trip him up in his words. But he's saying, my sheep, he's using an ancient uh, analogy here, amen, because in, in an agrarian society or farming society, sheep are a big part of the society. All right, my sheep hear my voice. So he's using terms that they would understand. And I know them. Jesus knows his sheep or his followers. And they follow me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As he's directing this to the religious leaders, amen, and all those that are in attendance, amen, hallelujah. He's making a bold statement. My sheep, hear my voice. It's another way of him calling himself God as well. And I know them. And they follow me. You know, it looked like the world was in a good place. And, you know, the mass mandates were being uh, eliminated and Folks started taking off their mask and going out and, 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 and doing their thing. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's a whole lot of voices over the media and over uh, 
the internet and over all forms of um, mass communication going on. But in these times, amen, especially where we now have a new variant that's coming up, hallelujah, a new Delta variant and all kinds of things are going on and it's spreading again. And it seems like we were just about out of it, but now we're back into it. Hallelujah. We need to know God's voice. When there's a whole lot of voices going on, I, I need to know for certainty the voice of the Lord. You know, pastor's got a voice and elder's got a voice and sister so-and-so's got a voice and my teacher's got a voice and there's all kind of voices, but we need to know in times like these, the voice of the Lord. Sometimes just to say, Lord, what is going on? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. We need a reassuring voice in times like these. Amen. And with that in mind, next slide, please. Today, we're going to revisit the voice of the Lord. The voice of of the Lord. He said, my sheep know my voice. And if you have, you have or are struggling with hearing from God, this is the message for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sometimes we just need a, 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 to revisit things. We just need to Hallelujah. See the scriptures again. Learn again. Get fresh revelation again. Amen. Especially in times when it's challenging. Uh, sometimes my own uh, emotional voice is a challenge. The, the, the th my emotions have things that it, it wants. Hallelujah. But we need to know the voice of God. Amen. A lot of times when I'm very emotional, I need to calm down first so that I can really hear God's voice. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Help me as I pray, amen, over this message. Father God, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, Lord God, for once again being able to be in your presence, Lord God. But now, Father God, we need a word from you, Lord God. And you've given me a task that's far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before. Nourish your people. Feed your people out of your word your logos and your rhema today and we won't fail to give you all the praise the glory and the honor i decrease that you might increase in me have your way today speak today to your people feed your people in jesus name somebody say amen, amen. the voice of the lord hallelujah glory to god thank you jesus amen Let's just do some quick definitions here, amen, so that we have a better understanding of what we are dealing with today. So sheep, amen, not a term that we, we know what sheep are as modern day people, but what, what does sheep mean concerning this scripture, all right? So sheep in the Greek is a word probaton, all right? And it means someone easily led one way or the other. All right, so Jesus is saying, my sheep or someone easily led one way or another by, by me is a sheep of mankind. It's who, as needing salvation, obey the injunctions, injunctions or directions or warnings of him who provides it and leads them to it. Sheep are also followers of Christ. So for our mindset, it would be a, a sheep is a follower of Christ, not a follower 
of the pastor. Because I have heard that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, rather recently. Amen. Hallelujah. Th excuse me for a second. Let me help our in our in person. Hallelujah. Um, uh, church members, because we're not seeing the screen right now. All right, give me one second. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it's not hallelujah. How we doing now? Hallelujah. So it's not about following. I don't have sheep. I'm a pastor, but I don't have sheep. Yes, a shepherd leads sheep, but I am an under-shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. All right, hallelujah. I just work alongside him. But he's the good shepherd. He's the shepherd. All right, hallelujah. Glory to God. So sheep are followers of Christ. You are not followers of pastors. See, sometimes, and I'm talking to the pastors right now that may be joining us or may be seeing this on uh, a later date. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I applaud you. I celebrate you. It is a hard job that you and I have to do. Amen. But we must recognize that the people are the sheep or the followers of Christ, according to Probatone's definition. And when we... Uh, when we as pastors start calling the people our sheep, we, whether we know it or not, interfere with them hearing from God. We start hearing the voice of the pastor over the voice of the true good shepherd who is Jesus Christ. What did Paul say? Follow me as I follow Christ. So a pastor that is following the Lord will speak what the Lord tells him or her to speak. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next word, please, is the word hear. My sheep hear my voice. Uh, okoyo, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Hallelujah. Probably means to hear, to listen figurative, figuratively, to hear God's voice, which prompts him to birth faith within so it is a hearing that births faith within hallelujah what is the scripture amen faith cometh by hearing romans 10 17 and hearing by the word of god how does faith come faith cometh by hearing so it's important for us to hear the voice of the lord because it births faith it imparts faith into us so once again let me get back then so the voice of the pastor does not impart Faith, if it's solely his or her voice and not the voice of the Lord, but faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the, uh, some of the, uh, the renderings of that scripture, Romans 10, 17, is faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of Christos or the word of Christ. You know, you can't get faith from the Ten Commandments. <laughs> It does not impart faith. It says, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't. How do I get faith from don't, don't, don't? No, no, no. It is holy. It is just. It is good. According to Romans chapter 7, the Ten Commandments, 
the 613 other laws that go with it, that are birthed, that are, that are birthed or rooted in the Ten Commandments, are holy, they are just, and they are good. They are the standard of God, but they do not impart faith. What imparts faith? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. The law was meant to try to wrangle a, a million folks that came out of Egypt out of slavery and try to guide them on a path where they got to understand God's standards, God's morality, God's way of living. But ultimately, God himself knew that they would need a savior because in their um, fallen nature, no way they could keep God's standard. Amen. They would need a savior. Amen. The law is supposed to bring you to the end of yourself. Amen. But back to this hearing. So properly it is to hear God's voice, which prompts him to birth faith within. So when we hear God's voice, it births faith within. So a characteristic of God's voice is it births faith. Hallelujah. Faith, we know, is a word called pistis, and it means divine persuasion. Or I am convinced, I'm persuaded that what God's telling me is truth. Hallelujah. Let's look at one more word. Hallelujah. No. So my sheep hear my voice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My, my sheep know my voice. Excuse me. Hallelujah. This word know. Gnosko. Gnosko in the Greek. Properly to know, especially through personal experience, first-hand acquaintance. Amen. This is implying, amen, a good prayer life, a good, hallelujah, um, perspective on who God is, a, a, a good relationship. See, I could be saved but not have a good relationship with God. I could be going to heaven but not communicate with him uh, often. I can go to heaven but not understand his ways, not know his voice. I could be left in ignorance and not know. I could be caught up in the voice of the pastor and not know God for myself. No, that, that, that I see the pastor as the go-between or the mediator where he was never meant to be that. Or she was never meant to be that. It is, it is always Jesus. My job as a pastor is to point you to Jesus and away from myself. My job is to work myself out of a job. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So that there's a turnover in the church. Let me say this. Um, it is healthy for a church to have some turnover. That those that are to be here for a season get sown into, get what they need, and then move on and do what God has for them to do. Amen. Hallelujah. So there should be a flow in and a flow out. Hallelujah. Yes, there will be members that stay long term and support what the church is doing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No doubt that is uh, what's supposed to happen. But there are those that are sown into that God speaks through me. Uh, speaks through the other ministers, amen. Speak through the other brethren, amen, that are speaking what God says, amen. Hallelujah. Strengthens those that are here for a season, and then they go out, hallelujah, and spread the gospel even, even further, amen. Hallelujah. So firsthand to know is firsthand acquaintance that we should have a personal, intimate relationship with 
God, that our young people, that we lead them to a personal, intimate relationship with him. Hallelujah. As my children, who are now adults, amen, were coming up, they knew God through me and their mother, amen, hallelujah. But as they get older, they're starting to develop a relationship. Now it's in this infancy, hallelujah, where it's between them and God for themselves, where they hear the voice of God for themselves. You know, they pray, hallelujah, and get together and pray, amen, when me and Dorette don't even know. They may be up in the kitchen praying. Now I'm giving away some of their, their secrets that they may not want the world to know, amen. Because they're in their prayer closet. They're not doing it to be famous. Amen. But the point being is my job was to raise them to know God for themselves. My job as pastor that every young person in here that I encourage them to know God for themselves. That they can hear his voice for themselves. Amen. Hallelujah. I've had it told to me. And I look and looking back I see how dangerous it was. I had someone tell me that. When they hear from God, they hear the voice of the pastor speaking to them. And at the time, I didn't make too big a deal of it. Then looking back, I was like, this is wrong. You should be hearing the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If anything, the pastor should sound should be just uh, uh, just sharing what God says. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's move on from that, though. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. His still small voice. We've dealt with this before. I'm going to go a little bit deeper into it today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to look at the still small voice of the Lord. Amen. We would all love for, uh, you know, God to uh, have a big thundering uh, voice and speak to us and the, and the children of Israel. That happened to them, and they asked God never to do that again. Amen. When they at Mount Sinai. But let's look at an instance with his still small voice. Next slide, please. We're coming out of 1 Kings 19, uh, verse 11. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic Version. This has to do with Elijah. He had just defeated the 450 prophets of Baal. Amen. Um, they had been slain. And Jezebel, uh, the king of uh, the uh, queen uh, of Israel at the time, hallelujah, uh, she was the wife of Ahab, hallelujah, threatened Elijah, and he was on the run. All right, he had lost a little focus. See, we, we dealt with that before. See, even the great men of God who get all this revelation had this mighty uh, act happen where. Uh, the 450 prophets of Baal were defeated and he could even call down fire from heaven. Even him lost faith for a little bit. Why? He was human. Right? This man that was taken to heaven in a chariot of fire lost faith from time to time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But let's read the account here. It says, And he said, Go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains, or ripped or tore the mountains, and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and the wind an earthquake, and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. So Elijah is experiencing, God is um, counseling him on how he is approaching him. All right, he's saying, I'm not, I'm not in the earthquake, I'm not in the wind. All right, next, next slide, please. Verse 12 says, And after the earthquake of fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. 
And after the fire, a sound of a gentle stillness and a still, small voice. So sometimes we look for the spectacular. Or we look for the great prophet to come into town to prophesy to the whole church and it's a four-hour service and we don't get home to 2 a.m. I've been there, have done that. We look for the spectacular, the prophet wearing all black, you know, coming in all mysterious and stuff and making all kind of, we look for the spectacular, but God saying, I'm in the still, small voice that I will speak to you. But what is still, small voice mean? What does that mean? We've never dealt with that. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Oh, I think I lost you guys again. Wi-Fi is acting up. Oh, live broadcasting. We have challenges. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. But God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Next slide, please. All right. The word still is a Hebrew word now that we're in the Old Testament portion of the Bible. And it is a word pronounced d dem Ama, Dema, Dem Ama. All right. Ah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Dem Ama. Amen. And what it means is it uh, still means a whisper, a whisper in a voice, i.e., an articulate or well spoken whisper, quiet, calm, silent, still. So it's like God whispers to us. Hallelujah. He will not, the Holy Spirit in particular will not force himself upon you, but he, he speaks w- in a whisper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, ev- as soon as it gets hot in my neighborhood, there are fireworks that go off every night. It seems like big booms. We don't know. It. Sometimes I'm thinking they're not fireworks. They're, 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 they're gunshots, but whatever they are. <laughs> I hear fireworks every single night. And sometimes, like I said, we look for the spectacular when God's speaking. But he says, I speak in a whisper. I whisper to you. I'm articulate or I'm well-spoken when I speak to you. Small, still small. Hebrew word dak. It means thin, small, fine. And voice. It's coal in the Hebrew, sound, voice, lightness. It's a lightness to his voice. A a, a lowing or a deep sound. It's It's a quiet, deep whisper that God speaks to us by way of the Holy Spirit here in the New Testament. Hallelujah. He will not force himself upon you. You know, oftentimes God gets me in times when I wake up in the morning and I'll just have an inner speaking to me. It's not, not, not an audible voice from that I hear with my physical ears, but it's, it's something I hear or, or know from within. And it's when, you know, he has my attention. Sometimes our minds are so full of different things. You know, if you're, up na- if you're up all night worrying, you can't hear from God. Worry interferes the voice of God communicating to you. 
This is why I would say we got to cast our cares upon the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We've, we've casted our cares, our sins upon the Lord. We cast our worries upon the Lord. And then we can hear from God. If I'm worrying, I can't hear from God. It's got to be a stillness. It's got to have our attention. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And oftentimes, this is my testimony. When God speaks to me, it's so far opposite of my own thoughts. Like, I'll want this, but he'll say that. I want to do this. He says, do that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. We're talking about the voice of the Lord. Amen. Next slide, please. But what are the characteristics of God's voice? How do we really know it's God? How do we, how can we really distinguish? There's so many voices. There's my own voice. There's my own mind. There's my own feelings about things. There's my own opinions. There are the opinions from mass communication, from the TV, from the, the news anchors, from the internet, from Twitter, from Facebook, you know. You know, I, I, you know, we hear all kind of voices coming at us. How can we know the characteristics of God's voice? We're going to go to what some scholars believe is the first book ever written in the New Testament. Amen. Next slide, please. We're going to read out of James. You know, James was the half-brother of Jesus. They shared a mother. That their mothers were Mary. James was also a convert to Christianity because while Jesus walked the earth, James did not believe that his half-brother was the Christ. How did he believe that his brother was the Christ? He saw the resurrected, he saw his brother resurrected. And then he wrote a book <laughs> that is named after him. My God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look into it. Hallelujah. James 3.13, New Living Translation. And he's giving a word to Christians everywhere, particularly uh, new Jewish. The Jews who become followers of Christ don't call themselves Christians. They're still Jews, but they are Messianic Jews. All right. Or uh, to Messiah is another way of saying Christ. All right. So. Or Christ is another way of saying Messiah, because I know some. Bible scholar will correct me on that. All right. So James says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life. We could just stop there for a second. Hallelujah. An honorable life says that we're wise. A respectable life. All right. I know we as Christians have struggles too. We struggle with sin. We struggle with certain things. Everybody in this room, including me, has weaknesses in an area. All right. Hallelujah. That's where we need the Holy Spirit to help us. All right. We can't do it ourselves. He has to live the life of Christ through us. Hallelujah. So if you are wise and understand God's way, prove it by living an honorable life. There were early messianic Jews that were not living an honorable life. And he is here being led by God to correct them. He says, doing good works with humility that comes 
from wisdom. Hallelujah. So although I'm a pastor, amen, I still tomorrow I have to get up and go to work and I, ha I can't be in the room like I'm uh, all that in a bag of chips. I'm one of the workers. I know whose I am. I know what my call is, but I can still treat my fellow man and woman with honor and respect. Not that I'm up here and they down here. Oh, y'all going to hell. I'm the only one in the room going to heaven. You know, I, I could have that attitude, but it would not be honorable. All right. So treating people honorably. Let me go a step further. Treating people that look different than you honorably. Let me bring it even closer. Treating as a black man, white people. Asian people, Latino people, honorably, not going around like a victim, and I understand the history of this nation. I read like you read, I've watched like you watch, but now I'm in Christ. I've gotten my healing. Yes, there are still atrocities going on, but I got to treat people honorably. And that says that I'm being wise. All right. Glory to God. Doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Next slide, please. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart. I shared with you uh, several weeks ago that God said this summer, amen. Now I, you know, I usually work in a school setting, but now in the summers I work on the hospital campus setting. He said, just do whatever you need to do to make it work. My ideas don't have to be the ideas that work all the time. Me leading, I don't have to lead all the time. Just make it work, amen. Don't engage in jealous ambition to show everybody how smart you are and how many great ideas you have. Hallelujah, glory to God. Sometimes those of us that engage in always trying to push our way to the top, amen, hallelujah, it is an indication of insecurity. All right. In Christ, we can rest. I don't need to prove myself to anybody uh, as far as my worth. You don't have to prove anybody concerning your worth. Amen. Hallelujah. You are somebody. How do I know you're somebody? God came and died for you. He, 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 he so loved the world. That means everybody. That he gave his only begotten son. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, and that's another indication that you're not hearing from God, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. Next slide, please. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. So jealousy and selfishness don't come from God. So I don't know about you. I'm going to be honest with you. There are times I am jealous. There are times I am selfish in my human walk. That when I feel those things, I'm not hearing from God. That's me. That's Robert Brown. That is not God. If I'm jealous of another church and how they're doing well and their parking lot's full. If I'm selfish, amen, and I, I, you know, I come home from work, I'm tired. I don't really want to speak to anybody because I'm tired. I'm being selfish. I know it's human, but I'm, I'm being selfish. I'm not operating according to God's voice. 
Such things are earthly, yes they are, unspiritual, and demonic. These are not wor my words. These are the words that God gave James, the Holy Spirit gave James. When I engage in jealousy, I have to recognize that. And that's when I got to cast it. Lord, I'm being jealous right now. I cast this upon you because you care for me. You died to take my sins. I'm giving you this jealousy. When I'm being selfish, Lord, I got to give this to you. Right now, I'm being real earth, earthly, <laughs> unspiritual, hallelujah, and being influenced uh, demonically. Let me give it to you. All right. Hallelujah. Those are that's uh, those things are not from God. So the let me so so that we can understand that the real ambitious preacher that doesn't want to help other churches and grows and blows up, that's not God. It's nothing wrong for a church and a leader to grow in grace and to start to do well. Hallelujah. But we all must remember to be loving, kind, and generous where we're able to our fellow man, our fellow brethren. Amen. You know, this church uh, supports missions. I mean, we don't give a great deal, but we, you know, as small as we are, we help, we help another ministry. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. And I got to give Elder Roland a lot of credit for that. Amen. Hallelujah. But we help. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. We're talking about the voice of the Lord. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. That's pretty self-explanatory. Let me leave it there. I have some things to say, but they may not be from God. Next slide, please. All right. But wisdom from above is first all pure. When God speaks to you, it is pure. It's not taking advantage of anybody. It's not trying to trick anybody. It's not trying to deceive anybody. It is pure. Hallelujah. Glory to God. One of my challenges when I was facing, when, you know, when I was approaching my wife is I couldn't lie to her. I couldn't use a pickup line. I had to be vulnerable. I, I couldn't hide behind, you know, men, we hide behind these pickup lines to seem cool. I had to be vulnerable. And just be honest. Hallelujah. That was a new thing for me. Hallelujah. It's also peace loving. When God speaks to you to be full of peace, peace loving. Gentle at all times. When God speaks to you, it will be gentle. You know, we have an understanding of the man of God being rough and raw and telling you it like it is. And yes, Jesus was direct. He didn't beat around the bush. But he was direct not to destroy, but to... Hallelujah, communicate his mission. Hallelujah, and he was gentle. Hallelujah. We can think of the instances where, you know, uh, he says, suffer the children to come unto me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He was gentle and willing to yield to others. Like I said before, the Holy Spirit won't force himself, his voice upon you. 
if you keep talking and you keep worrying and you keep uh, engaging in things to drown him out, he's going to yield. Now, this is hard to believe that an pow- all-powerful God would yield to a human being. But if we think about it, we do it every day with God. We drown him out. We watch TV him out. We drink him out. We sleep him out. We stay busy to get away from his voice. We're miserable to get away from his voice. We're angry to get away from his voice. We're impatient and we go before him. Yes, God yields. He will not force himself. He gave us a free will. He didn't make Adam follow him. He gave Adam a choice. And we have a choice. So he's willing to yield. So when God's speaking to you, he's willing to yield. He won't force himself upon you, his voice. It is full of mercy. God corrects me. And he is direct. But he's not trying to destroy me. He is full of mercy. He doesn't give me what I deserve. All right. He gives me grace. Hallelujah. And the fruit of good deeds. So God, you know, God always is encouraging good deeds, good good things, not to gain his approval. We already have his approval. Amen. Through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But hallelujah. Like, for example, uh, I have had like this year. A lot of people, as I've taken on this new position, have worked hard underneath my leadership. And as a token of appreciation, I've done a good deed by blessing them with a small token of my appreciation. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saying thank you. Thank you. Amen. So fruit of good deeds. Hallelujah. That's that when you know you're flowing with God. It shows no favoritism. Uh Uh-oh. God does not love me more than he loves you. I know that's a doctrine within the church that the leaders are up here and the congregations down here. James refutes that. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit refutes that through James. When we're hearing from God, he does not favor. You know, God doesn't love Moses more than me. God doesn't love Abraham more than me. God didn't love Adam more than me. This one you are not going to handle. I wish I had the, the scripture at hand Jesus said he says father God you have loved them as you have loved me he loves us as he loves Christ these are the words of Jesus hallelujah glory to God I can't recall where they are right now hallelujah glory to God no favoritism Yes, Jesus has a special relationship with him, being God himself. Hallelujah. We, we are not big G-O-Ds. No. Hallelujah. But God just loves. All right. So when we're hearing from God, there's no favoritism. And it's always sincere. God does not lie. God's not a man that he should lie. You know, God cannot lie because if he said this wall was blue, it would turn blue. He's incapable of lying. 
All right. When he changed uh, Jacob's name to Israel, said, so your name shall be Israel. His name was Israel. All right. So God cannot lie. Hallelujah. So just review real quick. Hallelujah. Uh, verse 17. Wisdom from above is pure. When God speaks to us, it's pure. When God speaks to us, it's peace loving. When God speaks to us, it's gentle. When God speaks to us, he's willing to yield to us. The Holy Spirit will not force his way upon us. All right. And in, 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 in him communicating to us is what I'm talking about. When he, God speaks to us, it's full of mercy. It's full of good deeds. Hallelujah. It shows no favoritism when God speaks to us. Amen. And it's always sincere or truthful. These are the characteristics of the voice of the Lord. Amen. Let me pick this up a little bit. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Verse 18. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. So when we have heard from God, hallelujah, we're going to be peacemakers. We're going to plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I have partaken of actions where I have not made peace in the church and I'll be the first to admit it. I was not hearing from God in those instances. I was acting out of my hurt, out of my pain, out of my suffering, but I was not operating according to the voice of God. Hallelujah. When you have heard from God, you're going to look to sow peace in others. When my students are done with my session, I always say to them, have a great day. Have a wonderful day. I'm trying to sow peace in them. I w sincerely want them to have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Some respond, some don't. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Have a wonderful day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. When you've heard from God, you're going to sow peace in someone else. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide. We're almost done. But whom does God speak to us through? Does he speak through the pastor? Um, he can. Does he speak just through the prophets? He can. But let's, let's get more specific. All right. W next slide, please. Hebrews 1.1. 1, 1, New Living Translation. We don't know who the writer of Hebrews is, but this person was writing to an audience of Hebrews. They were not writing to an audience of Gentiles or non-Hebrews. They were speaking to Hebrews. And this person writes, long ago, long ago, God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets. I have been in church services where because the individual did not demonstrate an ability to rightly divide the truth uh, between the two covenants, that this individual said that God only speaks through the prophets and that we are just implying that we, we can't hear from God for ourselves. But this is long ago. Before Christ, 
God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets. The prophets like Moses, Elijah, Elisha, and so on and so forth. Next slide, please. Verse 2 says, And now, in these final days, we're living in the last days, he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the son as an inheritance, and through the son he created the universe. So how does God speak to us? Hallelujah. Nowadays, through his son. And then the spirit of his son or the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, but he does not represent himself. He represents the son. There was a doctrine that this time is all about the Holy Spirit, amen. But the Holy Spirit didn't come here to represent himself, amen. He came to represent the Son, hallelujah. God speaks to us through his Son, who is God himself, God the Son, hallelujah. So when God speaks to us, amen, he speaks to us through the Son, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. The voice of the Lord is Jesus Christ, speaking through us by way of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit communicates to you, he's speaking the words of Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yes, we pray to Father God. He's the head of all authority. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But the Spirit of Christ, didn't say the Spirit of the Father God. It said the Spirit of Christ lives in us and Jesus speaks to us by way of the Holy Spirit God speaks to us through because Jesus said me and my father are one I only speak the words of my father hallelujah glory to God so they're in alignment Jesus is not going to speak something out of alignment with father God the Holy Spirit is not going to Speak anything out of alignment with Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But clearly here. And these are not my words. This is the scripture. And now in these final days. He has spoken to us through his son. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're communicating with Jesus. The Holy Spirit lives in every born again believer. How do you know you would not be born again unless there was a new birth, a new spiritual birth? The new spiritual birth happens when I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit is given permission to take residence in our human spirit. Amen. And we become a new living being that now can hear from God through the Holy Spirit that lives within. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He is gentle. He is kind. He is loving. He is peaceful. He will yield. Amen. Hallelujah. This is how we know we're hearing from God or, or in particular his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So those thoughts or feelings or voices of, of revenge are not God. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Those thoughts of jealousy are not God. We, we read that in James. Those thoughts of selfishness are not God. 
You know, oh God, I get in trouble for this. Amen. I heard somebody, and you guys are not privy to this conversation. Well, it's time for me to have a, 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 a first lady celebration. All the stuff I do for the church, I deserve a first lady appreciation. I understand the concepts. I get it, but as a modern Christian that is hearing from God and getting their needs met by way of God and those God leads to be a blessing to you, I don't get my needs met by selfishly declaring what I deserve. That's not God. I understand the human aspect of it. I, I'm human. I get it. I have felt like that at certain times in my life. All right. However, we have to recognize what is God and what is us and then be real when we recognize it's us and just be honest about it. Say, Lord, I'm going to give this to you. I know I'm, <laughs> I know I'm dealing with a whole lot of stuff, giving it to you. Have your way through me. Amen. Glory to God. God speaks to us through his son. Amen. The voice of the Lord is Jesus Christ. I'm done. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, you're living in these times and you don't know who to listen to. And you've been impacted by this message that you know that now it is Jesus that wants to speak to you by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We serve a complex unity. We know it's God. We can never, and I know there was a viral thing about the Trinity and all that going on lately. I get it, I, you know, and I still appreciate the actress and all that. Hallelujah. But we serve a complex unity. God is a complex unity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son to whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. Amen. And this is the son that speaks to us. Amen. The son revealed the father. The son, amen, gave us the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. It's all about the son. Hallelujah. And our relationship to God. Amen. And if you want to know this Christ, this son of God, this God, the Son, hallelujah. And you want to be able to be communicated and cut through all the different voices that go on, even your own inner voice, hallelujah, hallelujah. Please say these words with me because you know that inner voice doesn't give you peace. Your own inner voice, your human inner voice doesn't give you peace. And the words from the media don't give you peace. And the words from the internet and social media does not give you peace, amen. His voice will give you peace, and I am giving you an offer today. You don't know this God, this God of the Bible, this God that walked the earth, this creator of the universe. Please say these words for me. We spoke about last week about speaking things into existence. Amen. We speak negativity into existence all the time when we experience it. Amen. But now let's speak uh, a relationship with God into existence. Say these words to me. Say, Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins, my imperfections. I believe that you rose on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as full payment of all my sins, past, present, and future. Thank you for saving me. You are my Lord and Savior today. I declare it in Jesus' name. Now say amen. If you said those words and you said them sincerely, 
You are now saved. You have an opportunity to develop a relationship with God. Hallelujah. Uh, intimate, personal walk with him where you can hear his voice, the voice of the Lord, the voice of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And have a, a voice that imparts peace and more importantly, a voice that imparts faith. Amen. Faith to believe God for things to happen in your life. A faith that will, that must be spoken. Hallelujah. We hear it. It imparts faith. And then we speak it and it happens. Hallelujah. That's how it works. Hallelujah. But I want to welcome you to the family of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Find a good Bible teaching church that teaches all about Jesus, that Jesus is the center of what they do. Amen. If you want to join us, continue to join us online. You are more than welcome. If you want to join us in person, you are more than welcome to do that as well. We are sitting a distance apart. We have on masks. We are taking temperatures still. Even in August 2021, we haven't had any insta instances of uh, COVID outbreaks because we are uh, erring on the side of being cautious. Amen. Being wise, not fearful, but we're being wise. All right. To prevent anything from happening. That's what wisdom do, does. Hallelujah. So we would love for you to join us. Amen. But now take me to the offering slide, please. Hallelujah. Listen, we need everyone's help. Hallelujah. This is a group thing. If we want the gospel to continue, we live in this fallen world and in this fallen world, it still uses money. All right. So we need your help in supporting the work here at the Living Waters Christian Center that we might continue to share the gospel, that we might continue to share the life, the death, and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We need your support. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We can't do it alone. We need you along with us. Amen. Help us to share with the world about Jesus Christ. Help us to help the community. Help us to be a blessing to our neighbors. Amen. Hallelujah. We need your help in order to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you've been impacted by this church and this church has and this ministry here, this online ministry has been a blessing to you. Amen. If you can find it in your heart somewhere, we can't make you do it. We're just making an appeal to you to invest in it. Hallelujah. To make a donation. If you're aware of the tithe, amen, we give 10% of what we earn, hallelujah, to the church. You may say that's a lot of money, but in comparison to eternal life, amen, it really isn't, amen, hallelujah. But that has to come by revelation. You have to believe that God's leading you that way, hallelujah. Or make an offering or a donation, amen. Whatever, however you feel like you are being led from within, amen. Please, ma'am, please, sir, please, young ma'am, please, young sir, please make a donation to the Living Waters Christian Center. You can do that in, one, in three ways, amen. First way, amen, you can give a donation online that's on your screen there to lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. You can make a tax-deductible donation there. Once you make the donation, you will get an auto-generated email that gives you uh, a record of what you gave on what date, and uh, so on and so forth. Amen. Hallelujah. So you can give at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. It's on your screen in front of you. The second way, if you feel uncomfortable with digital transactions, you can mail in a donation to Living Waters Christian Center. That's the name of our church, Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 
11701. Once again, that is on your screen. Amen. The third way is you could come and join us here at 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York, 11701. We're here every Sunday at 11 a.m. We would love to see you. We have some room still for you. Amen. Hallelujah. If it gets too crowded, we have an overflow room. Amen. With a monitor in it. Amen. We can handle you. You coming. Amen. Hallelujah. We do ask that you wear masks when you come because we're trying to be cautious. We're trying to use wisdom. Amen. Until this thing really goes. Amen. And we, we curse this coronavirus, this Delta virus at the root command to be plucked up and planted into the sea. We speak peace, healing and life across the world in Jesus' name. But in the meantime, until the manifestation of that happens, we're wearing masks, amen. But we'd love to see you here, and you can give a donation here in person. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me pray over these offerings, amen, while we have them. Father God, we thank you for those that you've moved in their hearts to give. We thank you for those that you blessed to have a seed, Lord God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Bless the seeds that they're sowing. Bless them some 30-fold return some 60-fold return, some 100-fold return, some a million-fold return, that they might be blessed to be a blessing because they've supported the spread of the gospel here at the Living Waters Christian Center. We thank you. We praise you for the seed we are able to give, and we thank you for the multiplication of the return that's coming back our way. We bless you today. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you were blessed by this message. Listen to it again. If, if, if I went too fast and you need to listen to it again or watch it again, do that. Amen. That you might become comfortable with the voice of the Lord. So God bless you. God love you. Have a wonderful day. And we'll see you next week at 1130 a.m. Be blessed. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.